Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight as the NC2A has lifted. So breaking news if you haven't seen it. If you missed it, the NCAA has lifted the 25 scholarship limit and uh, uh, conferences do not have to, or Power 5 conferences no longer have to do divisions. Uh, they can do what as they see fit. So a massive day in college football when it comes to uh, recruiting and when it comes to your team, a team like LSU that's rebuilding, it could be much quicker um to rebuild we do have some breaking news as we were coming on to the show Pooh bear put up the golden boot podcast uh uh comment please um but we also have some more not a whole i guess it's a shock on this one but not a shock that xavier pinson's not coming back to lsu as lsu has their scholarship limit but breaking xavier pinson has committed to new mexico state university um, let me say this. There were some uh, – th- how do I want to say this? There was a thought process uh, – and, and, look, New Mexico State's head coach used to be under Will Wade at LSU um, – that Xavier Pinson was having some issues uh, getting into some places. So, uh, shout-out to him. Uh, he will not obviously be returning to LSU, which we kind of knew that yesterday for sure, but now it's technically official um, that he uh, isn't coming back. So, oh, 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 big show tonight. Chris Hilton joining us at 730. LSU wide receiver Chris Hilton Jr. joining us tonight. Uh, it's going to be fun. We're going to learn a lot about Chris Hilton, some LSU football talk. Uh, uh, what does he enjoy doing during the offseason? A lot that we're going to find out from Chris uh, here tonight. Uh, Joe Burrow went on the Full Send podcast today. Um, said something without saying something. Kind of taken a little bit of a pot shot at Ed Orgeron, which was a little bit surprising. Um, we'll talk about Joe Burrow and what he what he said on the podcast. Uh, said some good things about LSU. Really put them more on the brand. I mean, he's already done that. He can't do it anymore, but um, some glare, some big things that he said today about LSU and the return of football. Uh, as we do on every Tuesday and Thursdays, but we're doing it tonight on Wednesday. Hashtag Ask Blake. We don't know when we're doing the um, <clears throat> show tomorrow. It might be at 6 because the game starts at 7 tomorrow. 
Um, so we might be going a little bit early tomorrow. So we'll just go ahead and do Ask Blake tonight, and then we'll preview LSU versus Vandy series as the boys are already in Nash Vegas preparing for the series against Vandy. So a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, we missed last night for LSU talking uh, because of uh, because of the game. Um, so we'll try to go a little bit early tomorrow. Uh, Bryce Jury says on Facebook, let's get to a couple comments before we get started. But he says, the NC2A finally did something. That's a miracle if I've ever seen one. I agree with you. I think there's a lot of pros and cons to that, to what the NCAA passed today. But we'll talk about it definitely right off the jump. Uh, Danny Krantz says, uh, left LSU for them. I don't know what that means. Uh, but says, let's go, Blake. Dane Bergeron says, hi, Blake. What's going on, Dane? Kenny says, coaches caravan tonight in New Orleans. I, I dig it. Matt Trent is there. Our good buddy, Matt Trent. Uh, he says it welcomes. Yep, they do that every um, every year around this time, you know, pending COVID. Um, Nurse Court is here. Ryan Thibodeau. Uh, Twitter, LSU Twitter spaces less Ryan Thibodeau. He hasn't been there since the uh, crows came home to roost. Uh, where have you been, Ryan? Where have you been? We hadn't seen you in there. Uh, Blaine Smith says, you see that, huh? What, what, Blaine, I think Blaine owned a couple of them Coors Lights tonight. Blaine, you been drinking a Coors Light? I could see Blaine sitting in an old red Ford pickup truck, sitting there saying... Well, Red, he's the damnedest dog that I've ever seen. He tracked down a blue tick hound. He's a four-lead tracking machine. I love you, Blaine. I love you. Uh, Chris English, Trevor, both on Facebook says, let's go. I see you guys in here. Uh, Mikey says, I'm going to the game tomorrow in Nash Vegas. All right. Uh, punch the whistler in the face. Don't do that. I'm joking. If you don't know who the whistler is, the Vandy, Vandy faithful have a fan that whistles all game long. It's aggravating as hell. Uh, punch him in the face. Just joking, though. Just joking. Blaine says some guys can't handle Vegas. Well, we're talking about Nash Vegas, so it's a big difference. Very, very big difference. Uh, Chris English sends us some stars. Thank you, sir. Uh, Ray Powell says we're back. That we are. And Ty Boudreaux says he liked and shared so it's time to roll. Okay. I dig it. I dig it. So let's do that. Let's do that. Um, Ryan Gidry says, it, I, seems, I seems like the Saints. I don't know what you're trying to say. I seems like the Saints is all of a sudden all over XLSU players. I agree. I agree. Mario Collada, what in the world's going on here? Mario Collada. What's up, Mario? He says they're talking about Nashville. That we are. That we are. All right. Let's get started. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to dive into for this 25 scholarship limit thing. So let's talk on that and we'll uh, debate it. How about that? Put in your comments. What are your thoughts about the NCAA lifting the 25 scholarship limit? And we'll talk on it. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to some Facebook groups. So many of you listening to us on Facebook. Do us a favor, all of you. Stop, collaborate, and listen. Y'all know what that song? Y'all know that song? Uh, but do us a favor, all of you. Hit the like and share. Share to some Facebook groups. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. If you're listening to us on the audio podcast platform, um, do us a favor, rate, review, subscribe there as well. If you're listening to us on YouTube, subscribe, hit the notification bell, um, so much content going out on YouTube. So do us a favor there and hit that subscribe button and notification bell. All right, let's pay some bills around this thing. None better than our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons and betonline.ag. We'll be back in about a minute. Our partners over at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures and don't forget that the mlb is back as well who are you picking to win the world series bet online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs including live betting 
and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's easy to get started, so head on over to their website. Use betonline.ag. Use that promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them you're good friend, Blake Rafino. Sit you on by. Uh, Bruce Steele. What's up, Bruce? Bruce says, loved that BK has the staff looking for Louisiana kids looking to come home. That has to make these kids feel really good at home as that being an option. Uh, Bruce, I greatly, greatly uh, agree with you here. Um, greatly, greatly agree. Um, let's start off here. Now, let me get to Blind Eye Sports' um, comments here. I think it might add to it, and we'll, we'll touch on that um, very quickly, Bruce. Um, but Blind Eye Sports says, I love the idea of lifting the 25-man limit at least for a couple of years, that will give the NCAA time to get the transfer portal fixed. Um, and he also says, at least I'm missing it. I thought he had two in here, maybe not. But I agree, and I agree with both of these guys here and what they're saying. There are definitely pros and cons to this 25 limit scholarship thing being re- uh, reduced or being lifted. So if you missed it today, the NCAA came down and ruled that the 25 scholarship limit is being lifted. So every year in recruiting, you can only have 25 kids that you can sign. There's so many different what ifs. If you only sign 23, can you go, you know, bring it over next year, stuff like that? Sure. But now it's to a point where you can sign as many kids as you want to get back to the 85 scholarship limit. Let's talk about the pros. Because I and everybody do us a favor, hit the like and share. Everybody right now, all 200 of you, hit the like, hit the share. We should have 200 shares on this thing. Um, but here's the pros. Number one, there has been an issue during the transfer portal of high school kids not going to Power 5 schools because coaches have been going after kids in the transfer portal that can play. You know, you got the Addison kid that's a wide receiver. Obviously, we know that Eli uh, Durant-Ricks left LSU, went to Alabama. LSU went to Arkansas and got a couple of DBs where maybe they could have gone in high school and gotten some. They go to Arkansas and get them. There's a lot of things that when you do that, when you go into Arkansas and you get some DBs, guys that win the portal, you're taking that slot away from a high school kid. Now... That's obviously with the plus seven rule. It's helped LSU get back to the 83 scholarship limit that they're at now. But the problem is, is when you have a season with like LSU did a season ago, right? Like a season ago, LSU only had 37 scholarship players and they're able to go back and to replenish themselves with the 25 and plus seven, right? Like they were able to get back there, which is huge for LSU. Um, if you're, if we're going to allow, so this is how I've always seen it, at least in my eyes, the way that I've always seen it is, is if you're only going to allow a scholarship for one year, if you can process a kid out, if there's so many things that you can do, not only you have to allow the student athlete the right to transfer. You cannot, you are not going into a business deal. You are offering a scholarship for you to be here for one season. Technically, it's semester by semester, if you want to be very technical, for you to play. You're extending an offer. That player can leave. The days of players not having access to leave. Guys, a lot of you, I would assume, work at a job. Right? Like, you work at a job. 
99% of you have the ability, if you want to go to your boss or to your company and give them the Jacob Berry finger, if you want to do that, you can. There's nothing limiting you. I understand that these kids are student athletes. They're not anymore. <clears throat> They're not anymore. Guys, quite honestly, over the last 30 years, college football players haven't been student athletes. There's too much money going and being made in this business. However, if I am for the portal, I am 1,000% for giving schools the ability to sign as many players as they want to get back to the 85 scholarship limit. It's only right. I got to get a swig of water, guys. This sinus infection today is kicking my ass. But it's only right for you to allow a team to have a full roster. Let me tell you what else it does. And we're going to get to all these comments. So fire in your comments. Fire in your thoughts. Pooh Bear Zach, star those. And we'll get to as many of them as we can uh, before Chris gets in here in about 15 minutes. Um, here's another thing, too. We, you know, all week, this is what we've been talking about all week because I've been bombarded with it. It's been the big topic of conversation. And it's in our topics for tonight's show. Guys, I'm going to tell you something. Brian Kelly already knew that this was coming. He already knew, <clears throat> he already for a 100% fact knew it was coming. I know for an absolute fact that every member on that staff knew it was coming. So when you're sitting there on your small couch and you're boohooing and, oh, goodness gracious, we're not going after Louisiana cats. Oh, my God. Boo this man. Tomato, tomato, tomato. But you go out and you get Dalen Austin, a four-star corner, a top 150 prospect from California, Guys, you are able to go and do that because you could still lock your damn state down in recruiting. What about the all the times that there was a three-star athlete like guys like Landon Ibietta who got into this class? But guys like Justin Jefferson that you luckily got that maybe you were skeptical with. You don't have to be skeptical now. You can go and get that student athlete. Guys like Greg Brooks, guys like um, Joe Fouché. <coughs> I forget if Ant Marshall's in here, he'll remember. Like the the kid that the corner that went to Louisiana Tech and got drafted. I think it was Robertson. These kids that can actually play inside the state of Louisiana, guys, you can go and get them. Now, does it, it does it hurt mid major programs? Yes. Yes. It hurts mid-major programs. Let me tell you, let me tell you, though, what's going to happen. I'm going to make a prediction here. I bet you less kids stop going in the portal. I, I guarantee you less kids start going in the portal. Here's why. It, most, most, you know, we look at the 1% of guys who go in the portal. Eli Ricks, we look at... Um, Joe Burrow, we look at these one percenters, Caleb, uh, 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 Caleb Williams, Addison. Like, we look at those kids. But a lot of times, guys, there's a lot of situations where kids go in the portal and they sit there for ages. Some of them never return to a program. Some of these kids are going to have to stay at mid-majors. You're not going to be able to cherry pick all the time for to go and get a kid when most teams, like Nick Saban, like Brian Kelly, want to build through high schools and develop kids. Here's the cons, though. So we talked about the pros. The only other pro that I would say is you could legitimately, guys, you do know that you could legitimately now get 20 kids from your state legitimately you can get 20 players from your state and go nationally and get 12, 14, 15. That's how teams are going to have to rebuild rosters now. 
Guys, there's a chance that LSU is going to have 35 scholarship players in this next in this next class. Don't tell me. Don't moan and groan. Uh, see, I got to be careful now because we're on XM radio. Can't be cursing all the time. Tomatoes, tomatoes, tomatoes. It's a good deal for college athletes. It's a good deal for colleges. When you give the availability to schools to take in kids, it's going to work for both parties. I promise you. By the way, there's a million athletes, over a million athletes total in college athletics. Only 1% are in the portal. So be careful when you say there's too many kids in the uh, too many kids in the mortal. C King says a meek Rob Robinson. There we go. That's the kid I'm t- so C King to, to C's point to C giving us the name. Does a meek Robinson? Does a meek Robinson? Am I guys? Am I lagging a little bit? Okay, hold on. It says I'm lagging. Just make sure that we have, because uh, I don't want to be lagging when Chris is here. Hopefully, I haven't been lagging the whole time. <laughs> like I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of like uh, uh, <laughs> Copper from last night. Copper, Copper was lagging a little bit. There we go. It looks like it's getting better. Um, but look, it, 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 Puka Williams. Pooh says Puka Williams. Look, Pooh, leave that up there. Leave that up there. I mean, Puka was a little bit of a, a great thing, but I agree with Pooh. You're able to take that risk with Puka Williams and his grades and allow him to be a part of LSU signing class because you're not in an immediate need at running back. He can sit for a year if, he, if need be. By the way, newsflash, breaking news. It's what Alabama's been doing for the last seven seasons. You keep asking how they're going over the 27, 28, 29 scholarship guys in one recruiting class. They're blaming it on, we got the gray shirts, we got the blue shirts, we got the purple shirts, looking like a big fat bowl of fruity pebbles. No, dog. It's not what's been going on here. Here's the cons. Here's the cons. To this 25 scholarship rule limit. Guys, kids are going to be cut. I don't think it's going to be kids, you know, your elite kids. Your kids that are up at the top tier. Your kids that are obviously getting reps. It's your kids, their lower star kids. Your kids that maybe uh, need a couple more years to develop. There's going to be shitty coaches all across the country that are cutting kids. To Brian Kelly's credit, and to guys like guys, Nick doesn't really process a lot of kids. Brian Kelly has been look. I mean, he has more seniors in his classes, okay? Then we're still doing the study, but Brian Kelly, if I'm not mistaken, had more seniors a part of his teams in the last five years than any college coach across the country. That means he's got retention rate. But there's going to be sleaze bags that are going to cut kids loose because their rear end is going to get so tight they couldn't fit a grease BB in it because they only have three seasons and they're fired. Right? Like, that's what college athletics has come to these days. Coach can't win a natty in three years. See ya. But it does give them a lot of a stress relief that if they think that a, a got kids like a Meek Robinson can play, You can go and get him, and you don't have the repercussions. There's no repercussions in this. You sign 35 scholarship players, guys, it's okay. All right, Chris Hilton in four minutes. I'm a little hype. I ain't going to lie. I'm a little bit hype. I'm going to get it out of Chris tonight, bro. Like, Chris, bring the heat. <laughs> I'm, jo- I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Hey, who? P- All right, thumbs up or thumbs down? 
Thumbs up if you believe Chris Hilton could beat me in a race. Thumbs down if you believe I win in the race. Chris, I got them wheels, dog. If you're listening out there, I got them wheels. All right, Chris going to join us in three minutes. Uh, Ryan Thibodeau, though, let's get to a couple comments, then we're going to get to Mr. Hilton. Says, that's why I said raise the scholarship limit. Um, and Ant follows up, says he's agree, raise the scholarship limit to at least 25. Um, there are there are cons in this, guys. There's going to be cons. I, I think the ultimate con is that there are teams – there are teams that are the rich are going to get richer. This whole Addison kid from Pittsburgh, he's narrowing. He just so just so happened to be narrowing down his two schools to Texas and USC. So Quinn Ewers or Caleb Williams? Hmm. Interesting. It's going to happen. There's going to be tampering. But the NCAA is going to have to make a. <laughs> oh, Chris, Eric Wright, much love, much love. Ryan Thibodeau says Blake runs a forever. Come on, bro. Michael says, man, Blake, don't pull a hamstring trying to race anybody. I'm, I pulled a hamstring thinking about racing uh, Chris. Uh, oh, Danny girl. Says the only race Blake winning is the race to the table for dinner. Yep, I could say the same about you running for after your wigs. Uh, Pierce Lee says Zachary's finest is burning Blake to a potato chip, Chris. God dog, bro. Y'all are ripping me alive. I, I should have never done it. Ann Marshall says they time Blake's 40 with a calendar. Y'all are ripping me alive. And I can't say what I want to say about you on the open air. But Ant's got more waves than the Atlantic. Anywho, uh, Miss Cindy Hilton, she's got Chris. I like it, but I am getting roasted. All right, seriously, though, to finish this up when we're getting to, getting to Chris, um, in, in an all-serious note, you're going to have universities, schools, college, athletic athletic departments going after kids in the top elite. If a kid's at UCF, if a kid is – who were the kids at UCF a couple of years ago? They were twin brothers. Um, one of the brothers, his, his hand was amputated. Um, the Griffin brothers. You, you mean it – bro, both of them ran like a 4-3-3-40 in the combine. You mean to tell me that those kids who are going to be juniors that following season after beating Auburn, that somebody's not going to go after them? Come on, man. Come on. Uh, C. King says, thank God we have somebody who will be able to properly manage a roster. That's true. That That's true. That's true. Uh, oh, Danny Girl says, hmm, what other shows are on right now? Oh, bro. Come on, Dan. See, how can y'all take a burn at me, but when I burn y'all back, I'm the one that's in trouble? Damn, bro. Pierce Lee says, correction, they used a uh, Marie calendar. <laughs> Let's get to a goddamn commercial break. Let's talk about our good friends over. <laughs> Let's talk about our good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. They sponsor the segment with us and Chris Hilton every single week. We uh, shout out them. Guys, real estate, successions, titles, divorce court, criminal court, they do it all. Give them a call today uh, and let them know that your good friends, Blake Rafino and Chris Hilton Jr., sent you on by. Let's take a minute break. Chris Hilton Jr., LSU wide receiver, coming up next by the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. 
The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. All right, we got a good man, our good friend, our guy, Chris Hilton Jr. joining us. Chris, uh, it's been too long, man. How are we doing? The, I like that. The All-American jersey, busting it out. I oh, dig yeah. it, bro. I like it. Uh, <laughs> I like Lifting earlier, so yeah. I, I Look, is that's the one, obviously, you wore – um, for the high school All American game, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. What What All American? Because there's multiple All American games. Is that the uh, Army, the Army uh, All American game that you participated in? Yeah, this was the one in Texas, but we didn't get to play it because of COVID. So, oh, dang man. So what? Ha- what did they? So look, we got a lot to talk about, but this is interesting. What did they do? Did they just like announce that y'all made the All American team and? And all that stuff, and then or, or what? So what happened with that? So I got selected for two. It was this one and the Polynesian Bowl, which is in Hawaii. Oh, so what they man. was since we couldn't play, uh, they told us that we made it. They did like an announcement on TV, and then they sent us all our stuff, and that was pretty much it. That's got to be the most dis the like disappointing things, right? Like not to be able to go to Hawaii, and I'm sure yeah. like they pay for it, right? Like they pay for you to go out there and all that, right? Yeah. Very sad. Very sad. But Chris Hilton Jr., LSU wide receiver is our guest. Uh, Chris, we're going to get to learn about you a little bit, man. Because, look, we're going to be talking a lot about the season. We're going to talk a lot of football. But tonight is about you. Um, so, look, we everybody in the – you know, I, I, I asked who would win in a race, me or you. I, I still think I'd give you a run for your money in the first 10 yards, okay? Uh, maybe. Chris, I'm joking. There's no way in hell that's happening. Um, but look, we got a lot of people who roast me. I'm a Danny Fried Chicken fan, Blue Store Chicken fan. But what about you, man? I mean, look, you've lived in Louisiana your whole life. You got you got all this great food around you. When Chris Hilton, if Chris Hilton just wants something, what are some of the things that you go around and some places you go to get food at? Uh, Blue Store's one of them. That'd probably be the main one. Facts. Uh, might go to walk-ons. Uh, the place that uh, me and you went to down in Ponchatoula, that place was also good. I need to go back there. Shout out to Ruin Brew. Shout yeah. out to Ruin Brew. Those probably be like the main three, maybe. So, what is like the go-to, Chris? What's the go-to you look for? You know, like for me, hmm. I, I'm a ro- like if if there's a roast beef po' boy on the menu, I'm gonna try it out. Right, like that's that's my weakness. What's your weakness? Like something's on the menu, you're just gonna get it. Probably, probably pasta. Like any kind of pasta, that'd be Ooh. it for me. I dig it. I dig it. I'm not, I, you know, as an Italian, you would think, you know, I, oh, Italiana. I, you know, the pasta, spaghetti, that'd be what I go for. I, it's kind of like I want anything else. You know, family dinners, man. It, it can get <laughs> it can get old after a while. So I, I dig it. Um, Chris, is there anything? Because look, y'all went on the road last year. Um, was there anything like any other places y'all went to on the road that maybe you tried for the first time and you're like, man, I'm gonna try this out because I've heard a lot about it. Like I'm trying to think of some places y'all went. Well, look, you went to California. Y'all were in Houston for a little, or Houston or Dallas for a little while before, during the storm. Uh, did you try any things out there, things that you liked? Uh, I don't think so, because most of the food was brought to us. So we uh, really didn't have to go out to go uh, get food. Uh, that's Well, let me ask you this. How much do you leave the facility, though? Like, I look, LSU's always pumping the, the chefs and all. The, and look, the food looks fantastic. I mean... How good really is it? Is it like mom's cooking? Like, is it really good, or are they just pumping that up? No, it's, it's almost there because the food is really good, and you barely have to leave unless you want, like, 
Chick-fil-A, which is like Donald Trump. But sometimes they cater that too. For us, like in the morning for breakfast, they'll bring in Chick-fil-A or like uh, different other restaurants. I dig it. I dig it. Chris Hilton's our guest. Um, <clears throat> what about Chris Hilton? What is something that we need to know about you? Look, I, I, Chris, for me, I, I get on I, I get on these kicks. Like if, if there's a good Netflix series, like mm-hmm. I, I, what's the one um, – everybody's oh like ozark like ozark's been the thing for me right like i dude i can't get enough of it what's that for you man like what is your genre what do you like are you a binge watch tv guy or a big movie guy what which one is it for you uh it depends on the day for me because i do both my mama my mama does the same thing because she's she was watching ozark too uh but for me i'll probably say there was a show when I was a kid that came out, which was Avatar, the last Airbender little cartoon. Oh, dude. I'm with you. Did you ever watch the movie? Like when they made it like not the live. Yeah. The live action one. Did you ever watch that? Yeah. I watched it. It wasn't that good. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that good. (laughs) It was. That's the bad part of like making a TV series or something like that. Like a movie just never really works. It never pans out. It's always disappointing. And for movies for me, it would probably be Transformers, all of them. Uh, I've seen those multiple times. I probably know some of the lines in the movies. That's how much I've watched it. And then probably uh, the Marvel movies. I'm a big fan of those, too. I got to tell you, people don't think that this is this is it for me. I'm a Marvel nerd, dude. Like, Doctor Strange 2. By the way, have you seen Doctor Strange 2? Yeah. Okay. Doctor Strange 2 comes out. I'm like in the movie that night. Um, (laughs) That's for me too. But Chris, I mean, it's like when you're growing up though, right? Like, I mean, you're watching it your whole life. You got to watch it. And I I don't know about you, but I got to watch it. Like, I got to know how this all ends. Yeah, true. Uh, Ant Marshall fires in a question here. He says, hashtag ask Rick, speaking of Marvel, which character would you be? What character would you be if you were a Marvel character? Uh, probably Black Panther. Okay. I dig it. I dig it. Um, that movie was probably the one of the better ones. Like the, the, the original standout Black Panther movie. I mean, like all yeah. the technology, all the stuff they were doing, pr- pretty awesome. What do you yeah. think they do now? Got, rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. But what do you think they do now? I mean, do you think it's going to be awkward with having a new Black Panther? Uh, it probably will. But, I mean, we won't know unless they uh, come out with another movie. True, true, which I think that they will. I think that they will. Uh, Chris, what else do we need to know about you? Like, as we get, We're going to continue to know about you. What's something tonight, though, that you want the fans and, and everybody listening to know about Chris Hilton? Uh, I could say um, <laughs> I don't know really. I'm thinking there was like well, most people don't know this, but uh, when I was born, I was born premature. I was only like three pounds and some ounces, and my dad would always tell me that when I was born, he could fit me in like the palm of his hand. That's how small I was. So let 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 so let's talk about that, okay? Do you ever think about? I mean, I know obviously we know that you don't remember when you were born, right? But dude, now you're an SEC athlete, okay? Yeah. You ever you ever think about that? Like just how life changes so quickly? Like I mean, man, your parents are saying that now you're playing at LSU. That's got to be wild for you, man. Yeah, uh, it crosses my mind there now and then because like being born like being born premature, you never know what could happen. But everything turned out all right now. Yeah. Fast, long, a- athletic, SEC. I, I mean, it, it's interesting when you find out more about, you know, when we do these interviews, find out about people. Um, I know you probably don't remember it, nor did it probably ever register in your your mind. But that ever be a chip on your shoulder? Like, were you were you growing up like me, man? I was always the youngest. You know, like. All my friends were, you know, in the grades below me because I was always the youngest in my grade. Did they ever give you a chip on your shoulder in any kind of form or fashion? 
I wouldn't say that gave me a chip on my shoulder. I think wanting to succeed for my parents and my family members, that probably put a chip on my shoulder. Right. Agreed. <laughs> I, I I don't know about you, Chris, but I can't. I couldn't look at my dad in the face if I did bad. You know, I'm like, what's up? What's up? See ya. I'll be. I'll, I'll go see you later. What's up? I couldn't do it. Uh, Blaine Smith fires this in. And then we'll talk a little bit of football here, too. But he says, hashtag ask Chris, any other talents or hobbies? Is there any other talents or hobbies that you have? Like, one thing, like, if you had one thing to do for the rest of the night, what is Chris Hilton doing? I mean, is it the movies or gaming? You call, you pulling out some Warzone. What is Chris Hilton doing? Uh, might play a game. Might go bowling. I went bowling the other day. Okay. Yeah. Are you a ca- an SEC caliber bowler? Nope. <laughs> but Chris, I'm good enough. Chris, you got to put the rafters. <laughs> you got to put the things on the side because I do. Uh, we ain't got to do all that. Okay. I'm not that that good, but I'm good. Like you can you can get it inside the six or four foot slot to get to the pins. It just might not always be a strike, right? Well, I ain't gonna, but it might. If it's not gonna be a strike, it's gonna be close to a strike. I'm, I'm gonna say that. Okay, okay. Uh, we might have to go bowling. I like that. That's a fun, bro. Like small stuff like that is fun. Like when you grow up and then you go back and do it. It's all. It's always a fun thing. Uh, Chris English asked ha- hashtag Ask Chris, who was your most influential coach so far in your career? But I think we touched on that last week, did we not? Yeah, my uh, my middle school coach. Right, football and track. Right, uh, Lamar Williams. We'll get to this one. We'll we'll talk a little bit of football. But he says, hashtag Ask Chris. Do you have any planned throwing sessions with QBs this summer? Um, let me revise that. I mean, look, Chris, you guys always do. Um, maybe not planned or planned, but I mean, what is that like for you? I mean, are you guys all like? Is there a routine that you guys try to follow in doing that so everybody's at, out there at the same time? Like, how does that go for you? Uh, yeah, there is a routine for it. We normally get in like a group chat, group message. Uh, we'll text and see when like when everybody's available. We'll all meet up, go to the facility, do what we gotta do. That's it. Right. I, I mean, looking, we talked about last week, like what your plans were individually during the off season. Um, you talked about being a little bit nicked up. Let's get into some of the football. You said you're healthy, you're ready to go. What have you been doing uh, within the last couple of weeks? You know, we talked to Mike Jones. Last week, he talked about he worked out until he fell asleep almost. Uh, what about you? What What are you getting into? And, and look, Chris, with this new offensive system, how much – I mean, because look um, – uh-oh, uh-oh. Miss Cindy says he loves tattoos. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that one alone. But with a new with a new offseason, Chris, how much are you focused more to on the playbook – not so much, I don't want to say not so much route running and stuff like that, but I mean, look, you went through an install season last year. This year, like, how do you transition through having to learn the plays and making yourself better? Like, how does that work for you as a receiver? All right, so with the new staff coming in, you know, it's a whole new playbook, uh, things move around and stuff like that. So while we're installing everything, like, for me, the best way I could take it in is taking notes, like drawing it up, and also doing it out on the field. So I might do it by myself or whatever. Uh, but that's what helps me learn the playbook. So, like, you don't have to uh, keep going back looking over and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, repetition is perfection, right? Like, we, we do the Believe in Saints podcast, Terrence Comper. That's what he talked about and like, his installs, going from team to team and team in the NFL. Repetition is you know, the biggest thing when it comes to learning the playbook. Um, how far along or, or, or how quickly is it for you in that process, right? Like, I don't want to know how far you are in the playbook or something like that, but is it does it come routine through the practices or do you have to go outside the practices to get in? Because, look, Chris, a lot of times, look, from myself, I, I, I should just speak for myself, it was never practice that I had to do it. I had to go outside and do it myself too, um, are you able to pick up on it because offenses, 
you know, the terminology might be different, but a lot of the schemes may be still the same. Yeah, uh, for me, I pick it up quick, but I also got to do it outside of practice. So I might be in my room looking on my iPad, going through all the installs, writing things down so I can learn it. So it's both for me. Uh, C King says, hashtag ask Chris, what's your current 40 time? Chris, when you when, when you lacing up them cleats, what what you think you could get right now? Uh, last time I ran it was going into my sophomore year. That was a four four five. Right now, maybe four three ish. So you up. haven't been you haven't even been timed since. So what would that be, Chris? What three years, four years ago, three years ago? Yeah. Is what was the? I'm just saying, I'm curious. What was the reasoning behind that? Oh. uh like, I mean, in high school, there was just never really a reason to – I mean, when you run that fast, I mean, did you ever want to? Like, let me ask you – Chris, let me ask you this. Did you ever want to, like, run it yourself to see? Uh, Not really. But when I ran the 4-4 already my sophomore year, that was pretty much – that was a good time for me, so I didn't have to run it the rest of my high school. So. Bro, do you, do you realize what you – like, seriously – Dude, I've been 290 pounds for the last 12 years of my life, okay? You do realize you said, I just ran a 4-4, yeah. You pretty much, you were like, you dropped the mic, and you're like, yeah, I'm fast, I'm out. Like, dude, that's insane. Miss Cindy says 4-2 right now for sure. You, Chris, you think you could get hit the 4-2s? Yeah. Uh, listen, I got a 100-yard field out here at the studio. I, I got a stopwatch, too. Well, no time, no film, no film. You know, hey, <laughs> this is how we're going to time it right here. This is what it's going to look like. That's what I'm going to say you ran. I'm just going to put it in the calculator. All right, Chris Hilton's our guest. Chris, got a couple more com uh, a couple more questions. We'll get you on out of here. You've been fantastic. Uh, oh, Danny Girl says, hashtag ask Chris, is there any pregame prep music or superstitions that you have? Look, we talked about uh, – uh, we we talked about before, you know, Burrow had that one of the socks inside out and the sucker that he had to have before the game. What about for you? Is there anything that you do before the game? Uh, music wise, probably anything J Cole. That'd probably be it. Probably some other rap songs, but superstitions. Uh, so me and my friend, he started it. I just kind of like I picked up on it. We always wore headbands, and he would flip the headband upside down so the Nike check would be upside down. And then I picked up on it, and I just, I just kept it. So I still do it to this day. So you do that now at LSU? You turn it, you turn it upside yeah. down. Yeah. Is it? Do you have you gotten to the point where it's uncomfortable not to do it? Like, do you do it at practice, or is it just a game thing? I do it in practice too. Right. Like it becomes like you can't like you start freaking out when you don't have it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I, I, so it's like the same like for me, like I had the left I think I showed you the torn ACL. Like if I didn't have a left you know, the knee brace, like yeah. I, I couldn't play. You know, it's like the mental thing, you know, always a mental thing. It's like LeBron without his head it's like LeBron with his headband. You're you're the LSU version of LeBron with the headband. <laughs> Maybe we can get three national. <laughs> Maybe we can get three national titles out of it. Uh, Jeff Futch says, hashtag Ask Chris, are you going to continue to gritty celebration after a TD? Uh, maybe, maybe not. We'll see when time comes. Depends on what I what I feel in the moment. I what what um what would be what would be your go to at the current moment if you had to do one, or do or do you have a go to at the current moment? Uh, what did I do? In high school, I did the got down on one knee, touch chest, do that. Uh, that I probably that's what I probably would do. Can we get so? Can we do this? Is what I'm campaigning for. Okay, when you get in the end zone, A Y S. Can you can you help a brother? Can you <laughs> can you help a brother up? A Y S. Our point, you know, you know, you could always go, uh, Mr. Rod Tidwell off of Jerry Maguire, and point to the camera and say, "I love you, Mom." You know, that would be a good one too. I like those two, but I'm a classical guy. 
That's spot. Chris, they throw a flag if you spiked it. So don't. I was gonna tell you to spike it. Don't. I might. What I might do? Might do. Might go back old school. Barry Sanders walk in, hand the ball to the ref, walk off. That's what I might do. Say that again. I'm sorry. Like Barry Sanders did, uh, just hand the ball to the ref, walk off. That's what I might do. No, 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 no. You can't do that, Chris. You can't do. You got to do something. You know, do the icky shuffle at least, or, or do something. Again, <laughs> when in doubt. A-Y-S. Okay, that's all you got to do. I'm just joking. Don't do that. Uh, oh, Danny Girl sends us 1999, and she says uh, says she'll send a $50 shoot super chat if y'all fi- if we film a race between me and you, and if I win without cheating, she will double it. Sorry, I don't have a lot of money or pressure money. So it looks like they want to. Chris, I'm going to lose. <laughs> I'm fearing this now. I should... See, this is when you put your foot in your mouth. Yeah, I, I should have never done it. Um, Chris, last thing, we'll get you out of here. Um, season's right around the corner, right? I mean, look, we're almost at 100 days. Um, yeah. When you get this close to a season, mentally, you how do you start preparing? Because, look, the SEC, it's a it's a gauntlet. Is there anything do, that you do mentally to, to get prepared? Do you go like a week by week, or you just focus on one thing, or you just focus on you? I mean, because, brother, we're, we're almost here. Uh, what do you do to get prepared when you get this close? Well, for me, that's when, like, when the time comes, I really start to, like, lock in. And I flip a switch in my head knowing that, like, telling myself, like, hey, it's time to go. We got to go, uh, go out there and get it. Because, you know, we can't have a repeat of what last season was. So, yeah. Uh, I, I lied. Two more. I don't want to – it's kind of stupid to ask how do you flip the switch, but because I know how you get there mentally, but, w- like, when do you turn it on? Is it, like, 90 days out? Is it 60 days out? Is it now? Like, when ha- – for you, how – is it camp time? Like, when does that f- switch completely turn on? Well, I'll probably say now, if you want me to be honest with you. Because, like, for me – Especially with uh, what I went through last year with being hurt and everything. Like, I got something to prove. So I'm pretty much always locked in. We'll leave that for next week. It's a great answer. But here's the second one. Ant Marshall says, ask, hashtag ask Chris, would you rather play in the Super Bowl or jump in the Olympics? If you had a pick of the two, what would it be? Probably a Super Bowl. Why is that? Uh, I mean, once in a lifetime opportunity. You never know how many times you'll get that again. Mm-hmm. But like in the, in the Olympics, is only every four years. I think I go with the Super Bowl for me. I dig it. I I mean, look, man, it's one of the toughest things to get to. You know, so is the Olympics. I mean, it's a tough it's a tough decision. Do you think yeah. you, you could do both? You know, could you De- – let me ask you this. Do you think you could Deion Sanders it? Uh, Personally, yeah, I can. I think I can. Well, let me – you're – you play – because because you play wide receiver, you play football, and you and you, and you used to run track. I, I, I keep telling you last one. I keep lying to you, so I'm just going to stop saying it. But this really is the last one. Did you see when DK Metcalf got off the couch and ran that 100 meter? Do you remember that a while back? I saw the, the video to it. Chris, is is that how difficult is that for him to go like get up off a couch after he ate lunch, go out there and run a ten eight, like it, I'm assuming that or ten seven whatever it was, that to me that seems pretty difficult when you're not training and you're running against some of these elite guys. Yeah, that, uh, it is difficult, especially because he's so big. He weighed he, like what is it like two forty? Yeah, well he weighed himself and he posted it like on Insta. And he was like 248. Like, he, he's like legitimately. He goes, look, I, I just ate. And he was like, it, it, it's not right. And then he posted one that said 242. And I'm like, dude, it doesn't matter. Like, dude, you're running that fast. That's not – that's that's insane. Yeah, because like, especially because, like, he's so big, you probably wouldn't expect that from him. But for him to go out and do that, that was impressive. I, I, I don't – I just can't. <laughs> it always amazes me, dude. Always yeah. amazes me. 
you've been fantastic, Chris, as always. It's only episode two with you, but as always, you're always fantastic, man. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you again next week. That's Chris Hilton, Jr., LSU wide receiver. We'll see you, buddy. Have a good uh, have a good weekend. Um, man, this is why I love these. I, I got to be honest. This is absolutely why I love these. Absolutely kills it. Uh, Blaine, we missed your... Uh, we missed your question. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But you got you to gotta love it. You got to love it. Uh, Nurse Court sent uh, 499. I must have missed it. That's my fault. But it, she says, best of luck, Chris Jets Hilton. I should have asked him what his nickname is. Should have asked him. Uh, Ant says, we'll be waiting on that celebration when he jump over the uh, uprights. <laughs> hey, man, I, I, I don't know. Are, are you cool with the A? Y S, bro. If I see that, I'm gonna start crying. It's not gonna happen, but I'll, I'll still cry, even if he scores a touchdown. All right, let's take a very quick break. We'll come back. <coughs> I forgot to shout out our producers, Pooh Bear and Zach. Yes, Zach is back. He's in timeout though. Him and his goatee are in timeout. Who should I put in longer timeout, Chris or his goatee? I'm telling you, man, it's profound. It's a profound goatee. But we, I forgot to shout out Pooh Bear and uh, and Zach. Take a very quick break, and then we'll be right back. We'll talk a little LSU baseball, too. But just wanted to mention and talk about our good friend, Richie Roche, over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape, 225-937-7220. It's 225-937-7220. Any landscape, yard work in the greater Baton Rouge area, they can't do it all. Again, that's 225-937-7220. Tell them your good friend, Blake Rafino at AYS, sent you on by. All right, let's talk about our good friend, uh, 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 <laughs> Carol Falls over at State Farm will return with Pooh Bear and Zach right after this message. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985 985- 395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. All right. Hey, it's Little Pooh Bear. What's up, man? What's up, Little Pooh Bear? You get, we're a family show. We can't hear the little man. Hold on. Go ahead, little man. Fire it off. Go ahead. I'm going to tell him, tell him so I'm doing good. I'm doing good. For everybody listening on the radio on SiriusXM and or the audio podcast platform, one of our good producers, Pooh Bear, has his son that's joining us. Uh, Mr. Bear, sir. Mr. Yeah. Little Bear, sir. Uh, how old are you? He said, how old are you? Six. Six. Okay, so are you in kindergarten or first grade? What grade are you in? Kindergarten. Okay, so this is a very good time to ask some questions. Um, how good is your teachers teaching you to color inside of uh, of the squares of the box? Are you are you good at coloring? Are you good at coloring? Kind of. Okay. Very honest. Good job. Uh, well, Pooh Bear, you're definitely raising them right. That is that is for sure. Uh, guys, great show. Chris Hilton. I, I got to be honest. I didn't realize I was going to get flamed that hard. I, I mean, look. I, Dan, Danny's been on it the last two days. Danny's been ripping me alive, bro. Like, I, I mean, but see, here's the thing. They wanted to cancel me after I fired back. I, I mean, I, I don't get what. Speaking of roasting. What is that below us? And what is that on his, like, what is, I mean, I feel like I should be like open up portals with that Dr. Strange goatee I got going on. Uh, Zach, good to see you. How are you, sir? You're also muted. Y'all are muted. Can you hear us? Yeah, we can hear you now, but you muted yourself. I wasn't muted. Yeah, you were but muted. Yeah. We couldn't hear you. Well, here we are. Here we are. Yeah, I'm good. I'm doing good. Uh, it's been 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 working a lot, unfortunately. But what's back. that, Zach? What, what did you say? 
It doesn't matter what you said. Uh, Blake, for confirmation, uh, Little Pooh Bear said he does look like Doctor Strange. Okay, okay. So Little Pooh Bear Bear. says Zach looks like Doctor Strange. Little Pooh Bear, do you think that if he put on a red cape, we could call him Doctor Strange? If he put on a red cape, can we call him Doctor Strange? Yes. Okay. Okay, well, we got confirmation. We have confirmation. Thank you, Mr. Little Bear, sir. I know Uh, what I'm doing for Halloween now. No, you're going to do it on the episode. You're going to do it next week. You owe me because I know, I know that you want to wear a red cape on this show. Oh, definitely. All right. So, look, we're going to get on out of here. But, guys, LSU baseball this weekend against Vandy. I put my foot in my mouth last week. I'm not going to predict it this week. Um, what says you guys? You think they can You think they can win the series? Nah, I think they get one. What about you, Pooh? You think that, uh-oh. Pooh, it's, you, you're muted, Pooh. You're muted. I, I think LSU gets two. Okay. Ooh. All right. Wins the series. Well, look, we'll see. You never know. I'm not predicting. Every time I predict, they do the opposite. So let me say this. <laughs> Since they do the opposite of everything that I say, LSU's getting swept this weekend. There we go. I, every week. Every time. We'll take it. Every time. LSU's getting swept. If they're going to do the complete opposite of what I'm saying, let them get swept. I mean, hey, I mean, if, if you're right, then luckily, you know, we get the benefit no, of I that. No, you know well, what? You could I, be right in your prediction. Well, what if I'm right in this one, I'm going to be like a complete jackass. You know, like I actually get one right. All right. Let's get on out of here. We'll see you guys again tomorrow. We might do it at six, guys, before the baseball game, but we'll let y'all know. It's Pooh Bear, Little Mr. Bear, and Dr. Strange with us tonight. Shout out to Chris Hilton and shout out to LSU Nation. We'll see y'all again soon. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.